Hello everyone and welcome to the first pilot episode of the podcast. This is the concept I pitched like eight months ago when it was the first time I had ever taken MDMA, the drug commonly known as ecstasy, and I thought we've got to get dudes on this drug talking about what it means to be a man. I think it'll be some constructive conversations. Now, about a week ago, I was in the desert with my little brother and his friends, and we took we took the drug. I told my brother's friend, Matt, about the concept of the podcast, and he immediately started talking about the first time he saw me, that my fingernails were painted, and that something jumped out at him about it, that it would be a good way to start this conversation. I had to do a lot of editing because the conversation was ranty and sprawly and we started and stopped a couple times so I cut it down a lot and then the conversation we have is immediately followed by another one from a couple days later when we weren't on any drugs at all reflecting on the situation. So now allow me to take you back to that night in Mecca, California, directly above the San Andreas Fault, sitting on warm desert sand surrounded by high canyon walls that make you feel like a tiny baby in an enormous crib. Like I was saying, dude, just go ahead and start. Are you just gonna do a video? Dude, do a mic, dude. Oh, okay. So, I ran by, I ran my concept of a podcast where dudes take MDMA and then talk about what it means to be a man. Matt here was talk, telling me, dude, Ryan, what here? You want to say something, Matt? Okay, podcast. Um, I'm, I'm going to address you like that because uh, I just need to slow down for a second. Um, so the first time you saw me, you thought what? Okay. I, I'm going to bring it back just a hair. I'm trying and I'm going to try not to rant. But my, I'm going to bring it back to my dad raising me. He, he kind of, uh, he's got a thing against like, different people not not like i don't know he's definitely okay my dad's a racist i'm not gonna say he's not and it's fucked up to say it but i some i occasionally i think about them and i'll say them between jimmy kyle and i we'll say a racist joke too because we're fucking white men we're white males and it's fucked up that this was like this is the way people are like we're racist and i wish people would just be i want people to know i wish they got this a little bit more that the jokes aren't like they're not trying to be personal it's more of just like bringing out like oh like yeah that's that's a truth like that's a truth or like and even if it's like a bad one dude like you can't you can't hide that stuff and no one's i know people aren't thinking in the same way i am right now can you go back to you said like i had i painted my nails like okay. one of the first times okay. you saw me and I, so like uh like okay yeah ryan i'm gonna i'm gonna say this right now and I, I, I know you guys know that I'm on MDMA. There's a fucking big ass, complicated way to say that, but it's just pretty much whatever, Molly. Okay, but anyways, this is a good thing. It opens people up. I want to say that right now, just like as a starter, because I am gonna get into some depth. And I'm sorry, I'm talking fast and getting all rainy. It it wants you to open like it. It's a very opening, and it it gets it gets it gets things out of the way. My dad, man, my dad was such a weird, maybe good, probably probably some good, some bad influences 
on myself. But I'm going to just say this. If my dad saw Ryan walking down the street in his, like, pink and neon green shoes, which are fucking sick, those ones that wrap around. Oh, yeah. I want to get a pair of those so bad. Shiggies. Yeah, dude. They're, they're so cool. Doing that, doing that, and wearing those with painted fingernails. I'm going to say it. I fucking hate to say it. My dad would be like, oh, like, gay or something. I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah, I know. I don't want to offend you. I don't want to offend you. No, you won't. Okay. He would say that. And the first time I saw you, I was just like, not that I was like, he's gay, but I was just like, that that thing always was in the back of my head where I was just like, that's different. Or like, that's weird because my dad told me, like, that he raised me that way, you know? Yeah, it's hard. And it's you're, hard to break, break you're, it's, norms. It's hard, hard to break, break norms. It's norms. so hard to break through people's mental barriers, dude, because you just have such a fixed view on some things. And you can't just... You can't just think differently because it's it's bad or it's not like it's not like it's not accepted or you feel like it's not accepted and you feel like if you do think differently you're not going to be accepted. Yeah. Um so it was his fingernails were were different to me. I I wasn't I didn't I just I'd never seen it. I didn't know that guys would put uh nail polish I yeah, nail polish on their fingers cuz it was like such a girl thing. Cause that's why I mean that's also my mom did it when I was like yeah. little. She yeah. she put fingernail polish on. My sister would do it. So my dad would just like he made me think he made me think a certain way that I don't believe is a good way because that was my big influence. Every week from the day I was born until I was about sixteen years old, every Friday I went back and forth between my mom and my dad, and my mom has a big influence on me. While my sister was a little bit mean, but I still love her to death, and I know she loves me, um, I would go with my mom and her, and then my dad by himself. My dad just drank and just did what he could, could to get by and just give me a good life. And I know, I know that that's a good thing because he's just protecting me, and he wants me to you know, be happy. Yeah. And he wants the best for me. He would let me live in his house until he's dead. Yeah. And that's awesome. Like That's a great dad. I'm not saying he's not a great dad. He's not a great role model. He's, yeah, he's, I, yeah, he's, I, good, he's tries to be a great dad. He tries to be he, a great dad, which he does really try hard to be a great dad to you. He wants, but he, but in the end, he's not the best role model to follow he's after. He's not a great role model. And you want to look up. Not this generation. We're bringing this around to being a man. And you would think when you're when you're a child, there's one man in your life that yeah. you look to. And you're like, what would what would this man do? And he, I mean, obviously, it's my dad. Some people aren't as lucky enough to have their dad in their life or any parents in their life. And if I, if we're going to talk about being a man, it, I know other people would define it differently. And I'm sure they do. I mean, I'm sure everyone has a crazy definition of a man. I mean, they could range. But my sister is three and a half years older than me. She was a little mean to me when I was younger, but I love her to death. I don't talk to her as much as I should. She is a beautiful four-year-old daughter named Nora. I love her to death. She's becoming a human. It's so cool. She then two years later at work started to like talk. While her, her and her husband currently that are married, which is Nora's father, she started to talk to this, this one of her managers at work at the, at the sports bar she's at. And she ended up getting with him. And like having an affair 
and all this stuff and was like dating this guy and then like living with him and and then Nora was going back and forth every day for like not every day but probably most likely every week um for a good amount of her life I did that too not a good amount but like uh, I'd say like four or five months but my sister hooked up with this um this guy and he got her pregnant and she she kept the baby obviously she i mean she would love anything that she could make and then i want to say 5 months in the pregnancy this guy just left he was like i'm going to work at the other you know because there's a chain uh restaurant like sports bar thing he went to go work at one in Miami to do like an intervention or like a convention or whatever you would call it yeah and he just bailed yeah he was just gone and he like he's just gone and then um I mean, he didn't, like, he was doing, like, pills and stuff, like, bad pills, like, probably taking, um, oxycodines, like, like, real hard, like, downers that make you just want to chill, and I've taken them when I've, I've gotten really hurt, I have a terrible migraine, because they help me fall asleep, and I try not to abuse them, I don't, I may, I want to say my whole life, I've taken about, like, eight, but I take them only when it's very bad, and I just, like, want to go to sleep and want to end my day, yeah, However, be very careful. You should not abuse this because they're so addictive. My mind tells yeah. me to take one. Me too. But I think he was on those and because he had that same thing, but he also was a drinker. And after that, my sister's five months pregnant, not living at the ha- same house as her husband with her already two-year-old child. And she's just like back at my mom's house with me, and I'm still in high school with that, like, what am I going to do? And she just didn't know if she could go back to her husband, which his name is Zach. She didn't know because it was just like such a bad situation. And she finally broke down and came back to Zach and apologized and just told him that like, hey, I knew I messed up. Like just doing something wrong. Like that's so wrong. Like you should, I mean, you should never have an affair. She don't need buddy. If you really love them, you wouldn't. If you really did. And I don't think it wasn't that she didn't really love him. She just didn't know, and I wish. I mean, there's so many. You know, we should know everything, but you can't. And you humans are uh, learners. You have to experience something to learn from it. My sister was like, was like out on her own, didn't know what to do. Freaking, you know, baby on the way, dude. Yeah. Like she's going through so much, just like and someone else's baby, and dude. someone else's baby, and she already has a kid. She already has a little baby. Like that already needs a ton of help. And everything. And she's making another one, which is such a crazy thing. She's making another human being. And she doesn't know what to do. And Zach brings her right back into her, his life. And it's just like, I love you no matter what. Like, you're the mother of my child. And I will watch after the child. You're going to you know, bear me from a different man as if it was my own. Mm-hmm. And, and, just be, and just be a dad. Like, like be his buddy. And, you know, teach him, like, what's, like, everyone has different morals, but as a good person, you teach him what's right and wrong, and, like, you teach him how to be a good human being, and Zach does that, he does such a good job at it, every time I go over there, he, like, he works, he works at least 45 hours a week, comes home, and then watches the kids until they go to bed while my sister's at work at the sports bar studying, because she's becoming a nurse, but... He he take his whole life is for those kids. He lives for those kids. And if you don't have kids, I don't know exactly how I would define you as a man. 
I would say that being a good human being in general, just being friendly to people and just assuming people are good before judgment is a good thing. I I think I I don't want to say that you have to be a father to be a true man. I think it does play a role in it, but my I mean, it is kind of like it does well it's what makes you human. Yeah. Cuz I mean, it's kind of like one of the parts of life that it's it's like birth, well, puberty, yeah. I guess, and then yeah, having a baby is like a—it's a weird primal thing. It is very primal, and I mean, if if your parents didn't have a baby, you wouldn't be here right now. And if my parents didn't be here right now, and it's crazy because of how lucky we were out of the odds of you and I making it out of all the different experimentship. I'll bring it back. Sorry, podcast. All right, but um, I see Zach as a man because he. He's always in a good mood. He's always trying to teach the kids right from wrong and just do the do the right thing. Please come. Let's do this telescope. Sorry, podcast. Telescope. No, that was really good. I'll follow. I want to follow up on that in a little bit. Podcast. We're we're getting a little sidetracked. We're gonna look at some stars, but we'll come back. We'll talk about a man later. We'll be back uh, later this evening. Thank you. I have some more questions about Zach. I think. All right, we never followed up on Zach. This is three days later. Three days later? This is Thursday. That was a Monday. Okay, we are no longer on under the influence of any droge, any chemi- chemicals other than no chemicals. lentils. I had some lentils. So I had a bang like an hour ago. Oh, you had a bang? I had a bang, but it's just a little caffeine. So... We just listened to the raw recordings. Uh, how do you feel about the whole experience? Um, I heard myself doing like that a lot because my mouth was very dry. I was talking insanely fast. And and it was the desert. It was dry. It was the desert. I I personally believe I rant a little bit when when we just listen to it now. It oh, there's always a little bit of ranting. I don't think it, you need to worry about that. It was yeah, there was a little rant. Um, I really just wanted to make sure that people were able to understand it um, as good as they could, just so they could see at least a little bit of what I saw, or just get the same view that I was receiving from the whole situation. But we were discussing um, how would you define a man. And like I said, I think everyone has their own definition um, for what a man may be. My personal definition was my sister's husband, Zach. I think I personally think that Zach's a man for the situation that he was put in and how he responded to it. You know, accepting, accepting that everyone makes mistakes and just wanting, wanting to take care of others and be there for everybody. Um, your your dad actually did did he know about? He knew about Kyle before uh, Kyle knew, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think the story of Zach is very similar to what happened to my dad and my mom and Kyle and my Um, little brother. Yeah, Ryan's number two out of seven, and um, my best friend Kyle is how I met Ryan. And Kyle is actually the only child out of seven, and he's the youngest, that does not have the same father as the other six and he didn't know until i believe he was 14 i think yeah and i didn't know until i was like 23 or 4 i like i can't remember maybe older yeah and 
we just we, he looks a little bit different than us but like we all look a little different so we never they never told us it's never questionable i i personally didn't know until i was told too kyle's 20 turning 21 pretty soon he didn't really have much of a desire to meet his biological father since he wasn't there in his life and he knew that uh john which is your father uh was was his dad that was the one who who showed him about life and taught him things yeah he said he he told me i think the other day he was like i wish i wouldn't have even been told like i wish i i don't even want to know that guy like that's it doesn't mean anything to me and it's just sort of weird for me to know that now yeah and i was i didn't know how i felt about that but it's it's interesting for him to say that and for that reason your dad being so accepting i would i would consider your uh your dad like in my eyes he would be like a man like a good a good father a good dad um even though he is a little goofy and loves karaoke and goes out in west hollywood and hangs with the the craziest um he's a good he's a good man not it's not something that's like more macho it's something that's more like mental like and it's just like i can do this and like this is okay you know yeah um and like you were saying about Kyle not wanting to know. Uh, my sister has been really questioning whether she should tell Eli, which is the child she had with that other guy that took ran off. She was questioning whether she should tell him or not that Zach isn't his real dad. And I personally believe she shouldn't say anything because it really doesn't matter because I think that Zach is the best dad I've ever met. I mean, he's a great role model and loves those kids to death i don't see any reason for her having to tell him that like hey zach's not your real dad like there's some other guy that you've never met that's your dad um so what do you so this is kind of my this is one of my pilot episodes when i had this idea i was like i got to talk about masculinity with dudes on mdma do you think my concept is it was there was my my drug of choice was that irresponsible of me was it necessary unnecessary what do you think about the dry run of my concept i i personally have only done um three three drugs in my life i've smoked weed marijuana some would call it uh i've taken acid with you and i've also taken mdma with you i personally believe that mdma out of the three that i have taken is the correct one for discussing a topic like masculinity because it doesn't it doesn't really alter your state of mind it rather enhances your thoughts and ideas sometimes it it brings them to you faster than you can deliver them which can be troubling because you try to talk really fast and you rant and you can't stay on topic but if you can slow down and try to deliver your thoughts clearly in an organized manner um and some sort of story I believe that it's the perfect drug for discussing that. Um, some people uh, may consider masculinity differently. You know, everyone has their own opinion on everything. Um, but it does it does break down those barriers where you would um, that would still be held up when, say, like uh, someone is drinking alcohol or smoking marijuana or something like that. Um, it I guess I guess it would be a man like a not a man but just a we'll say a, a male does not want to discuss something like that and say what masculinity is like just because they wouldn't want to define themselves or be defined as like maybe weak or um just 
viewed badly from other males or whatever it may be. And we all we all define things differently. Uh, masculinity is a big one because uh, for, you know, since human existence has uh, existed, I guess you could say, um, male has been, has tend to be the more dominant uh, gender until uh, genders were, have gone a little bit, you know, I don't know, I wouldn't say off the rails, but people identify differently now. And I don't want to offend anybody that may be listening to this that does not identify as male or female. I personally do not know all the lingo. I don't have any problem with anybody. I feel that everyone is uh, entitled to their own opinion, whether it may be about themselves or others. So feel free. If I offend you, I'm sorry. How do you think I should go about, if I do this again, I don't know, any critiques of the show? What do you think? Oh, the series? Just, just the interviews of uh, mas- about masculinity on yeah, MDMA. Do you have any good questions or any like sort of things I should bring up to like future people, future... I believe it was good. I think I understood what your concept was right away. Um, I mean, I I guess I could say that when you ask someone like about masculinity, you could ask them possibly um, who do you define as a man and why? Like what characteristics does this person hold? That's a good idea. Um, that make you consider them a man because then you'll be able to reveal how that person views like a man and what characteristics um they believe uh make someone manly also once you ask them that if uh they do have you know a father figure in their life ask them if they would define their father uh as a man because i i love my father to death and i i personally he is, he is, I would say he's a man, but there are a few things that make me go like, man, I wish he didn't do that. And they really, they really weaken my view of him as a man. Like they don't, they don't fully, they don't fully allow me to be like, he's a man, which he is. He's taught me a lot of good things, but like I just said, it's just, it's not enough. Like I personally see my sister's husband, Zach, as a man because he's just, he's a really, a really well-rounded guy and a great father, and a great dad to his kids. I believe that's a big thing. All right, that's going to wrap it up for, I don't know what we're going to call this series. Like The first one I called it the podcast because you're just like in a, such a positive mood. So it might be a podcast. But I've also been talking about not on MDMA, just masculinity with a couple people, and it's just been called like exterminate all men because of like all the culture trying to um, basically exterminate toxic masculinity. Yeah. So this is sort of like exterminating that. If you're a dude out there and you want to be on the show, you want to be on the podcast, contact me. I'm looking for future um, future interviews. It's a quest, and I hope you're having. A, I hope you're ready to go on it. <laughs> uh, I don't know anything else. Um. Uh. You know, uh, Elon Musk said this in Joe Rogan's podcast, and I, once I heard it, it kind of clicked in my brain. I feel like others should hear it too. I think people should be nicer to each other, and give people and give give more credit to, to others, and don't assume that they're mean until you know they're actually mean. You know, just it's easy to demonize people. You're usually wrong about it.
a little nicer than you think. Give people more credit. Assume people are friendly, you know. Don't don't go out and be mean to people. Understand some people may just be in a bad mood. Just try to be friendly. It'll make the world a better place. Alright. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Scooby-Doo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babadoo-Babad